real-world competitive bodybuilding dosages. I'm Dr. Tony Hughes, this is Coach Steve. We have a lot of experience with bodybuilders and what actual dosages they're taking mm -hmm. behind the scenes, not just what they say or what you hear online. Mm -hmm. um, but the way I want to approach this is I want you to say um, what your experience is with the protocols you actually write mm -hmm. and what the net result that they could have gotten with that versus almost every single time you told me mm -hmm. what ends up happening before the bodybuilding show yeah. and what they end up taking. Well, so... Of course, it's very size dependent. So let's let's make it for a guy that competes in the ninety kilo class or two hundred pounds. I don't know if that's a is it a heavyweight. Well, nine, 90 kilo. Yeah, it's heavyweight. Is I mean, because one hundred ninety eight in the IFBB over one hundred ninety eight is heavyweight. Right. So that's up to two hundred pounds. Yeah, up, up to. So let's say you um, just start training six seven weeks out with Stanozol. You take fifty milligrams of Stanozol per day, maybe seventy five milligrams of Stanozol per day. You incrementally start building it up a little bit towards yourself. The trembolone you could start maybe 50 milligrams per day, go up to 75. 100 would be quite a bit. 100 would be quite a bit. You want to keep your nostrum to trembolone dose the same. And then as you get closer to the show, you might want to increase the stanislaw quite a bit depending on how much muscle separation you have. Of course, one week before the show, you stop uh, injecting altogether so you don't have any lumps or bumps or any suspicious spots which is also one of the most disgusting things I see on stage is mm. lumpy shoulders, lumpy glutes, uh, or whatever the fuck people put in nowadays. Um, so you stop that, you give your body adequate time to absorb those uh, steroids and make sure all your muscles are inflammation-free. Right? Testosterone. Uh, testosterone could be high, could be low, it really depends on the person. I, I preferably, I like a, a decent testosterone base, maybe uh, 10 Five milligrams per pound. So if you're a 200 pound guy, you're on a gram of testosterone. And if you're a 150 pound guy, you're on a little bit less. Maybe maybe that would be a little bit. Yeah, I don't think that, that's a good one. Let's say if you're 200 pounds, you're on a gram of test. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then towards the show, you might reduce that because when you put trembolone in, you get a little bit more androgenic ratio. And especially if you have trouble sleeping, I prefer for some guys to go on a, on a little bit lower testosterone dose. Simply because the, you know you don't need so much when you put trembolone in there because it has a higher affinity to bind with the androgen receptor. Um, so you don't want too much androgens and steroids floating around. So, so this dosage protocol that he just gave is for like a, a competitive bodybuilder competing at, at a high level, right? Yeah. They're mm -hmm. they're in extreme condition. They've been working out a long time. These are not like bros bros you know, working out, not competing type dosages. These are top of the class hard. guys that have to defend their title. Yes, okay. Um, so then what ends up happening as it gets closer to the show? They fall into their old habits of more is better. So this is already a, this is already kind of a high dosage, it's, in it's, my it's opinion. It's a decent dosage. So where do they even go from there? Um, fuck, 700 trend, 700 masterone, 200 uh, stanozole per day. And then, uh, you know what, I, I, I need to take a little testing too, and then it starts four weeks out. So, I, I've coached a decent amount of people. Um, as soon as you put halo testing into the system, you don't lose any body fat anymore, because it, it, it puts so much pressure on your liver, that it, your liver doesn't have the capability to um, uh, cleave off the, 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 the triglycerides from a, a long chain triglyceride uh, fat molecule. Mm -hmm. 
right? So because your body can only only absorb medium and short chain triglycerides, right? Not long chain triglycerides. But when your your body fat is released as long chain triglycerides, even when you take carnitine, you still need your liver to cleave those triglycerides into smaller parts. Now, when your liver is clogged uh, from halotestin or, or the copious amounts of other steroids that you're on, um, that fat is just going to circulate and get deposited in the, the body fat uh, area where you are still holding fat anyway. So you have uh, saggy glutes and uh, a chunky lower back, even though you shred it everywhere else. Because the fat burners, uh, maybe clen or ephedrine or whatever you're using, is releasing all that fat, but it doesn't mean it, it gets burned. If it's still a long chain uh, triglyceride, it just circulates and then gets deposited in the most favorable place. So that's usually lower back for the guys. That's why you see a lot of guys on high doses, they look a little bit sick. They have, uh, they might have shredded glutes because they prefer the Stairmaster, uh, but they still have a, a, a soggy lower back. And I just saw that at the Arnold Classic, I'm not gonna name any names. <laughs> but I just, I watched it this morning, you see this, they have shredded glutes and their lower back is not in shape. How is that possible? How is that fucking possible? Why? Or one of the reasons could be is that the liver is so busy processing all the other stuff that they're on um, that it doesn't get enough uh, chance to actually process the triglycerides into usable forms of energy, and it just gets deposited somewhere else. So the they're added. They're taking higher dosages. They're adding in more, more compounds yeah. and starting earlier than what you recommend. Mm -hmm. Do you for someone who's saying I'm willing to compromise health to be mm -hmm. number one? Do you think that the person that's taking more than what you said dosage earlier and more compounds mm -hmm. would actually end up with a better physique at all, or would they end up with a worse physique? Uh, they end up uh, with a better physique momentarily and then burn out. Yeah, that's it's very common. You have a couple of guys that look fantastic, you know, and they've been on a pretty high cycle, and then at one point the health catches up with them, and then they don't take the appropriate adjustments or take time off. Um, you know, what you get is a competitor that just doesn't look good anymore. So have they, you, they, they missed their peak, and I've seen it happen. So you're yeah. saying that they, they take too much too early, then maybe they, they peak two weeks out from the show, and mm. then they start burning out, their body starts no, falling I'm, apart? I'm talking about multiple shows. So okay. a, a guy that takes, a, a, let's say, a higher than the, uh, needed dosage of, of multiple compounds, right? So now you, let's say you take 25% more of each compound that you're using. 25% in the total picture is load of extra steroids. And then whatever performance enhancing drugs you're on, right? The more is better mentality. So the first couple of shows, you're fine. And then uh, you want to do a couple more shows, and then the, the, the body starts to kind of resist it. So, hey, uh, dude, stop it. I'm not so healthy anymore. Can you please give me a break? And then, you know, the, the bodybuilder inside is like, no, no more. Keep going, keep going, keep going, because it's what most bodybuilders do anyway. Keep going, keep going, right? And then they kind of burn out and fizzle away. And then and then you see them do the slim down, and they get smaller and smaller and smaller. You said, well, why, why is this guy not competing anymore? So I'm sick sick and he did it to himself because uh, some of these guys just don't want to listen to advice said hey halo test in the last two weeks yeah if you have three shows coming up you're going to be in shape for the first two show uh, first two shows yeah so you're going to be ready six weeks out and then it's just about holding that shape and then for the last show you decide to do you can do a halo testing mm -hmm. you don't have to do if you do three shows in a period of six weeks you're not going to be uh, two weeks out taking halotestin for the first show, second show, and third show. You're fucking crazy. But people, people think like that. You know, they, oh, I gotta win.
I gotta take these drugs because the other guys are taking all these drugs, so I gotta take more. And, and unfortunately, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of people with that mentality. And even when they start off smart, <laughs> at one point they see the pictures come online and they see Instagram and they see their competitor in shape. I'm like, oh my God, this guy he beat me last year. I was, he was first and I was second and I gotta beat him and he looks shredded. You know, he's probably using pills. Where he's posting last year's picture, right? So they, 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 they somehow convinced themselves to take more. Right. Which I, I, that's that's one of the reasons because for me I I prefer longevity. That's what that's 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 what I still like to do. Uh, maybe an HRT guy uh, comes to me and says, "Hey, Steve, I want to get healthy." Okay, sure, I'll help you. No problem. Yeah, we can do a one-hour consult because an HRT guy doesn't need full-time coach. Um, that's what I still enjoy to do. But if I give somebody advice which is already negatively impacting their health, steroids are not healthy. End of story. Even if you take an HRT amount, it's still not healthy. Otherwise, you wouldn't have to do blood checks every every three months with the with the hospital. Yeah, the, the doctor that prescribes HRT knows this all too well. And okay, every three months you come back for your for your levels. You know, you're going to monitor your cholesterol, your blood pressure, all that stuff. So, if you're already recommending somebody to take a certain amount of drugs, and then they they they, they go twenty five percent or fifty percent over what you recommend, I don't really feel comfortable working with somebody like that. So in the beginning, when you know I could kind of accept it and say, "Hey, guy, please don't do it," and then, "Yeah, but I want to win, Steve. Uh, let me. What do you think? Uh, what else should I add?" Right, I do my best. I give my two cents. In the end, it's their body, their responsibility, right? I give my advice. If they don't want to take it or take more, it's, it's, it's in the end, it's not my responsibility. Towards later in 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 the body, in the coaching career, I realized, you know what? I don't want to work with this guy. So I would refund them the day rate, send them the money back, and say you're on your own. Don't please don't tell me to, please don't tell people that I'm coaching you because it's not in my advice. And don't, don't get me wrong, I've had a lot of clients who had were, were very conscious of what they were doing and and would sometimes even argue said, hey, I don't feel comfortable taking this dose. Can we please lower it or or you know, I, I don't want to take Trenbolone because it affects my social life. Can I maybe find another way to compete mm -hmm. and not take Tren? So, yeah, sure, okay. We can, you know, use something else that's less, less uh, mentally, uh, you know. Impactful. Impactful. Right, right. So even though the diet is going to get you in the end anyway. Um, so I just, you know, with, with the fitness culture is I think a lot of people will go through the same thing. Um, in the beginning is do or die more is better and then as soon as they face a health complication then uh, then they get a little bit more self-conscious and I think everybody in the fitness industry is going to go through that um, I went through it as well uh, I, I took maybe higher dosages than I needed to in the past simply because I didn't have access to the information um, or I didn't learn enough or research enough uh, to, to prevent myself from doing silly stuff um, and then you see your, your liver enzymes go sky high and then you're like, hmm, maybe it's not the best way to go forward. You know? yeah. Because longevity, you can start when you're, when, you're 18, when you're 18 years old. You can already think about longevity. Uh, you don't have to be 50 to think about longevity. Yeah. Uh, but of course, a lot of people want that trophy. So choose your poison. <laughs> I think we're going to do a future video uh, more on halo testing protocols and mm. then also how to compete. Um, healthfully and look better in consecutive bodybuilding shows because right. that'll illustrate mm -hmm. some of the top uh, things you were discussing. Right. Thank you for learning with us, pioneers of human evolution.